Here's a message from Ken Lavica. That'll do, Tiger. That'll do. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. The man just continues to amaze. Eldrick Tiger Woods. Crushed his leg 14 months ago, and here he is dropping birds at Augusta National. That man is an inspiration. Ken Levick alive. It's a Friday. We finally made it, kiddos. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the sparkly and significantly more comfortable Intracoastal. Friday, and guess who decided to pop back in for a second time this week? Jeanette Javier, who was in in a regular Wednesday spot, and we said, hey, you want to jump on Friday? She said, see, and here she is. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. done. Well done. That's exactly what I said. Uh-huh, yes. Uh, so she'll be reviewing uh, The Longest Yard, the original version for Jeanette Javier's Sports Movie Spectacular, and of course, Friday Night Lights, Stone Lebanowitz running this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. A 71 a one under 71 for a man who a year ago at this time still didn't know if he was going to be able to ever use his right leg again or even have his right leg again. And he shoots a 71 yesterday, including, and if this doesn't bring back nostalgia, I don't know what does. Jeanette, you know the famous Tiger shot where... Uh, a light chip off the fringe, and it just trickles and trickles and trickles mm-hmm. and turns and trickles and then stops at the edge of the cup and falls in. Yep. That was number 16 all the way back in 2005. What did he do yesterday on 16? Well, that man hit an epic putt, and the man on the call on ESPN yesterday was the man who called it on CBS all those many years ago. Uncle Vern, Vern Lundquist, let's all bathe in the nostalgia. I think he did. He's had his moments over the years at 16. Yes, he has, Vern. He has had his moments at 16, that courtesy of ESPN. That was able to wipe out a bogey just two holes prior And Tiger would go on to finish one under 71. Yesterday was inspiring. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just flat out inspiring stuff, including 14. And Evan just mentioned it, where he's in the pine needles. And instead of just laying up, he's trying to rocket shot it low with an iron. And sure enough, does. He's wincing. You wonder if it's going to blow up his leg with all that torque. And he's still able to hit that shot. Tiger yesterday, and I know it was only 18 holes, but that was one hell of a showing. That was all things considered, and I know Tiger's Tiger, and he's Herculean, and he does things that nobody thinks is even conceivably possible. Even by those standards, that was top of the peak 
epic yesterday from Tiger. Absolutely. And honestly, what has he what does he have to prove? Yeah. And, and see, this is the tough part because that mindset I think is pervasive. And I keep finding myself not yet ready to go to that place. Even well, how? I know well, and this we, is what I'm we, we weren't even sure if know, he was going to have a leg to play in the Masters. And this is why I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around how I'm reacting to this. Because think about it. I just qualified everything I just said with, we didn't know if he was going to have the use of his right leg or if he was even going to have mm-hmm. a right leg 12 months ago. Uh, and suddenly here he is shooting under par at the Masters going into a Friday Four shots, four shots off the lead in top 10. That's incredible. I find that inspirational. But I can't sit here and say that he has nothing to prove because he just showed that he can contend in the Masters. So that makes me believe because I think he believes that he does have more to prove. And I suppose now if you're taking it round by round, that next step is making the cut into tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. So if he falls and face plants today, shoots eight over, doesn't make the weekend, just gets on the PJ, comes right back down to uh, to Jupiter Island, you still think that he has nothing left to prove and this was a success? Absolutely. He wasn't, he wasn't even sure he was going to play the game of golf again. We're lucky to have him being the Masters, mind you, in the game of golf. We are so lucky and fortunate to watch him do what he does best. Because we weren't sure if we were going to ever watch it again. So that meshes with Stone, what Evan said in his 1155. Stone said that this was a, or uh, Evan said, Stone, that this was a top five Tiger Woods moment. Yesterday, 71 first round. No other first round in Tiger Woods history would be considered a top five moment, a top 10 moment, a top 20 moment. None of them. Because all of his great moments happen on Sunday. Or happen in a playoff because Tiger's been to so many and there's been so many massive moments with tournaments on the line. There's not a single moment in a first round in Tiger's life that would be considered a top 100 moment. Yet Evan said yesterday was a top five moment. Do you buy that? Yeah, I, I do have to buy that because Tiger showed us vintage stuff that we've seen in the past that none of us expected to see. I mean, and he showed it to us early on six. The part three, he stuck it to a foot. Like, that's 30 minutes into his round. He's given us birdies. And and the putting, the display of putting he put on yesterday was vintage stuff. So I, I, do, I do disagree that he has nothing to prove. I mean, Rocco Mediate in 08, when they were saying that he has nothing to lose, he's like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm playing in the U.S. Open. Of course I have stuff to lose. Tiger feels like he can contend. So, of course, there's something to prove. I agree with Evan. But, uh, well, no, no, you... you Evan said it's a top five. You think I, it's a top five moment yesterday? Yeah. Oh, so, for sure. Solely because none of us expected to right. see him go in the red. So you think it's a top five moment, but you also think now he has something to prove because he shot the 71. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Evan, I think, aligns more with you, Jeanette, that he's done his deal mm-hmm. at the Masters. No mm-hmm. matter what happens, anything is just added value mm-hmm. at this point. And your thinking aligns with JMP. Last night, I'm scrolling through Twitter, JMP. Uh, ESPN West Palm teammate, our own. I think we love that man. 
Uh, he tweeted, Tiger playing a full round today, let alone breaking par, is on the A-list of career accomplishments. In chronological order, it's the 97 Masters, the Tiger Slam, the 05 Masters Chippin', which we referenced, U.S. Open playoff win on a torn ACL, Rocco Mediate, and the 2019 Masters, now this. Like, he's got it at top six, if I'm counting that correctly. Evan said top five, JMP's making it Tiger's sixth best moment. I'm just not willing to go there because while it looked stiff yesterday and it looked painful at times, it looked like Tiger competing at the Masters. Right. Where he excels, where we know he can win, where he's done it five other times, and you would have never known anything happened to him 14 months ago if you were just in a bubble, in a vacuum, and you watched yesterday. Like, to me... The man said he was able to strike the ball. That wasn't his concern. It was going to be whether the leg holds up. And to me, what I saw yesterday looked like both happened, and now I think he has something to prove. No, I think the fact that he walked on there and as healthy as can be in a short amount of time for that kind of injury, that's a win right there. Let's hear from Tiger after his round yesterday, ESPN, with Michael Eaves in Butler Cabin. This is Tiger Woods from after his 71 yesterday. Considering everything that's transpired over the last 14 months, how would you describe your emotions leading to that first shot on the first tee this morning? Well, I did not have a very good warm-up at all. You know, I, I hit it awful. And uh, uh, as my dad said, um, did you accomplish your task? Did you warm up? I said, yes. Now <laughs> go, go play. And that's exactly what I did. I, you know, blocked it out. And I felt like, hey, I'm warm. Go play. Let's just go get it done. You know where to put it. Um, execute each shot, and um, you know, as the round built, uh, and I was able to get into the red, um, got out of there and got to even par. Uh, but you know, made made two stupid mistakes at eight back to back. Loss of concentration a little bit there, but I fought back and um, for the day to end up in the red. I'm right where I need to be. With that said, what was this opening round able to tell you about your game and your body that the practice rounds couldn't? Well, I've been saving it. You know, that's just the thing. You know, I came up here as a, as a test run to see if I could, and I was able to play, as I said in a press conference, the 27 holes because we went to play the part three content, uh, part three course. And, uh, you know, I've, I felt good, you know, and the whole idea was to keep pushing but keep recovering. And, you know, that's the hard part is, you know, each and every night to recover. Um, and I've been doing that. Uh, my, my team has been incredible, uh, getting me ready. And I figured once the adrenaline kicks in and we get fired up and I get into my, my little world, um, I should be able to handle business. So you got an afternoon tea time tomorrow. What will the next 16, 18 hours look like for you? Uh, lots of ice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, see, that doesn't sound like a guy who is worried about his physical being right now, right? No, but he keeps reminding. It's a quick reminder, though, of what he's gone through and what he still has to go through. So he's obviously experiencing some form of pain that his team is here, that he's going to be in lots of ice yeah. for the next 16 I, hours. I guess I just hold him to an incredible mental standard because that's what he's always shown, is that he does have the ability to put all of that away and lock in. Just completely focused, tunnel vision, and that's why I think he's going to be fine physically through four days and why I think he has more to prove because I think he thinks that he can get within 
striking distance of the lead. Yeah, I mean, he has seemed comfortable enough to be open and honest. I feel like he would have mentioned his back yesterday. Or, you know, I didn't feel too hot coming you know, around the turn and stuff. And mm-hmm. he didn't mention anything. Of right. course he's going to ice himself up. I think in a later interview he said, I'm going to freeze myself to death. He's joking about it. Like, his body feels fine from what he's shown us so far. I also think, too, Jeanette, he probably, based on the last 14 months, and let's be honest, this dude's going to have chronic pain for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. I, and that was my, my immediate concern after the accident was, this guy's quality of life is going to be miserable from here on out. I've got to think his threshold for pain has probably elevated the levels that we can't even and probably will never fully appreciate, mm-hmm. which is why I think discomfort he feels is just part of his everyday life now. It's a crappy way to live, but he's clearly accepted that he's going to be able to live that way. Yes. Between the back, between the knees, between now the the, the right leg, I think that he has a different outlook on pain maybe than we do. For sure. And he could have found any and every excuse in the book to not play for the Masters or to play golf in general. But this is where you think that it it is incredible, even what he did yesterday, all of those things combined, the fact that he even showed up. Yes. That's the the accomplishment in your mind. Absolutely. To the Masters. This is not some just another tournament on tour. Yeah. To the Masters. I'm curious. What is the best way to describe Tiger's Thursday at the Masters? And he's going to tee off right around 140 today, so we'll still be on the air for his first couple of holes. But what's the best way to describe Tiger's Thursday at the Masters? I think inspiring, but still with something to prove. Jeanette thinks that it was epic, and even if he falls off a cliff today, it doesn't matter. He has done the job already, and uh, Stone also thinks that this might be a top five, top five moment in Tiger's career, but because he looked so composed and under control yesterday, now he does have more to prove, and Tiger thinks that, hey, there's more out there for me over the next couple of days at Augusta. What's the best way to describe Tiger Woods Thursday at the Masters? 888-760-3776. 3776 tweeted us at KLV 1063 at 888-760-3776. What is the best way to describe Tiger Woods Thursday at the Masters? And the only reason I ask this is because I was a little surprised just based on where my Tiger bubble is, where, all right, day one in the books within contention. All right, let's move on. On to day two. Whereas You have Evan and yourself, Jeanette, and JMP saying this is one of the greatest Tiger moments of all time. And it never occurred to me yesterday at any point in the opening round, really until I talked with JMP last night on my drive home and he brought it up. It never occurred to me that there are many fans of Tiger who may be considering this one of the greatest accomplishments of his career. And that never once entered my mind, but I honestly think I might be in the minority here. Mm-hmm. I think you are too. He mentioned yesterday, I'm right where I need to be. Mm-hmm. So he's not satisfied with what went down yesterday, Mm-mm. going one under. He said he's right where he needs to be. Sung Jae bogeyed his first hole, and he was three back. If if none of this ever happened to Tiger, and, and we'd be looking at the leaderboard and realize Tiger was three back after round one, it'd be so normal. It'd but, be very casual. And that's... That's Tiger in general. Like you've meant like you mentioned, Kay. His mental strength is something that none of us can probably comprehend. Right, right. But the physical aspect of it, the fact that again, we weren't he 
barely we weren't sure if he was going to even have a leg when we saw that accident and now he's playing at the top tier the biggest tournament in golf period point blank that's a huge accomplishment what is the best way to describe tiger's thursday at the masters again i think inspiring but there's still plenty to do there's plenty of work to do uh jeanette because she's empathetic uh she says tiger well done we love you now go have an orange an orange. Orange slice, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why I equated that to youth league soccer. But yes, <laughs> an orange slice. Yes. Um That's uh, a reward. Yeah, that's a reward. Yeah, it's good. If you if you're done or if you're eight steak. years old, what? Have some steak. Have oh, some steak. Yeah. steak. Have wow. a glass of wine. I know. I'm going to do something amazing, and you're going to give me a slice of an orange? I don't know. <laughs> Not what. even a whole orange, a I slice. Just know, I just know that as an eight-year-old playing youth league soccer, a uh, cold orange slice was awesome. Oh, I mean, it's still awesome. I'm th- I, you, you gave me memories. <laughs> it was, it's amazing. <laughs> See, I, I, I brought Stone back into a place, a better time in his life. When he was, I little, dare little one of you boys to give me a slice of orange a, after a great accomplishment. Congratulations for being the in-game host for the Houston Astros. Uh-huh. Here's a slice of an orange. Not a Not slice. Not even the whole thing. It's what a Ziploc baggie of like yeah. eight of them. Take that orange, squeeze it, and throw it into a mimosa well, I, for me. Okay? I was going to ask you, what if those oranges were soaked in vodka? Then that's, that's different, right? Now yeah. we yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. Now, and now you're talking my that's language. That's the stuff right there. Talk to me. What's the best way to describe Tiger's Thursday at the Masters? 888 now, I want to make sure that we reset what we presented yesterday because while almost all of Tiger's round took place while we were on the air yesterday, noon to two, we're only going to get a small little snippet, the first couple of holes of Tiger today between 12 and 12 and 2, but that also means that we have uh, a, a responsibility mm-hmm. to the listeners of Ken Levick Alive mm-hmm. to even if we're talking about something completely different, we need to let you know about what Tiger is doing. We need to let you know about where Tiger is on the leaderboard, and we need to do it in an organic fashion. It's our civil duty. It is our civil duty. Exactly. Our civic duty. So, And we'll do it. Civilly, okay. but it is our civic duty, correct? <laughs> um, but but uh, we we can't, um, based on FCC rules, we can't give play by play. We can't give shot by shot of uh, the ESPN coverage of Tiger Woods at the Masters. So what we have done is we have a Tiger Woods soundboard. Yes. Okay, so we debuted this yesterday, I think, to reasonable success. Uh, and and here's a reminder of what each means, okay? So if Tiger ends up birdieing a hole, if Tiger birdies a hole, it sounds like this. Twinkle, twinkle. That, of course, is Stone making his interpretation of a bird sound effect into the microphone. One more time, a Tiger birdie sounds like this. Twinkle, twinkle. Thank you. Now... If Tiger pars a hole, if Tiger pars a hole, it sounds like this. That'll do. That, of course, is a very muffled sound effect that claims that'll do. From Shrek. From Shrek. That's Shrek. That's Mike Myers. One more time. That'll do. All right. That is Shrek saying that'll do. That is a Tiger Woods par. Now, if Tiger Woods bogeys, obviously, this is the sound effect that you're going to (laughs) hear. That, obviously, is Jeanette farting with her mouth 
into a microphone. I don't want anybody to think that that is <laughs> the actual act into a microphone. But this, again, is a Tiger Woods bogey. There we go. Dramatic pause. So, again, let's just recap as a whole. A Tiger Woods birdie sounds like this. Twinkle, twinkle. A Tiger Woods par sounds like this. That'll do. And a Tiger Woods bogey sounds like this. Thank you. So that's how you know what Tiger has done. All right? So, again, that'll be around like 1.40 Eastern time when Tiger tees off at Augusta. What's the best way to describe Tiger's Thursday at the Masters? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, you are really caught up in, uh, in, in the sound effects, Jeanette, and you helped create them. <laughs> I know. I guess you never heard them actually put into use before. Yeah, never like this in such a grand moment. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. Tiger Woods is back in the Masters mm-hmm. after an incredible... You know, after a horrific yeah. injury, you know, and, and <laughs> our, <laughs> our you know, tribute to him. That's a good point. I wonder, this is such a grandiose moment. And in sports history, are we completely taking the knees out of it with sound effects like the following? Twinkle, twinkle. Maybe. <laughs> that will do. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> that will do. Yes, Maybe, Michael. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. We are reaching for the stars here on Ken Levick. Like Alive. you said, we have a duty to inform everybody in uh-huh. the best way to entertain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what better way to do it? I and mean, I think, in a sense, we're just taking the pressure off him. It's not that serious. Tiger's been yeah. here before. Yeah. Ken, Ken Levick alive, proudly without an award for the first year of its existence. And now you hear why. Mitch is in Fort Lauderdale. Mitch is part of this crap fest here on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Mitch? <laughs> hey there. I'm going to take this from a different perspective. I find it kind of ironic that he is being so celebrated and gets so much coverage with, with everything he's been through. You know, there's another side of this that would say for someone that's known for alcohol, drug abuse, and for cheating on his wife, um, that why, why is that such a great thing to, that you've overcome that and now you're able to play golf again? There's a lot of children and, and wives listening to this that maybe have had been cheated on or who have, uh, are, are looking at drugs or pills in front of them and saying Tiger did it, so that's cool, and look what he's doing, so why not me? Mitch, are you are you someone who typically, uh, w- with any athlete, holds personal lives um, uh, in the same esteem as, as what they do on the field or on the course? Do you tip, and I, I'm not saying you would be the only one, but do you well, typically it's hard, have It's hard to get away from. It's hard to get away from these days because of social media and everything. So, you know, as a father of two uh, teenage boys, you know, you, you, you kind of look at someone like that. It's just another perspective and say, geez, these kids are watching this guy celebrated when a few months earlier he is in a, a wreck due to, you know, pill, some type of pills or a few years before that due to, to alcohol and runs off the road. I don't know that this person should be as celebrated as those athletes that uh, are clean and, 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 and are a good example. To our kids or to our to anybody really. I it's just another perspective. Yeah, no, and I appreciate the call, Mitch. I mean, I I disagree though because again, I I'm someone that tries not to judge for. Here's the way I live. Okay, I don't judge people in their worst moments unless it's inescapable, you know. But I have a hard time judging people in their worst moments because what if? And this is just a hypothetical. What if? 
I'm ever in a position like said person that I am crapping on for having problems in their personal life. I would like to think I would have a support system, and I would like to think if I were in that position, I'd have people that would be giving me chances to redeem myself as opposed to completely just giving up on me. And is Tiger flawed? Oh boy, is Tiger flawed. And it has been played out for the world to see, okay? Now, one thing that Mitch brought up, unless I'm missing something, there was nothing that showed up in any toxicology report for the accident in California that uh, that that would uh, lead one to believe that he was drunk or uh, there was no was alcohol pills no, or anything, right? Like there was the issue in Jupiter where he got pulled over. But Stone, just look up. So I'm not I'm not completely blowing this. Just look up. I I didn't think there was anything that was indicated in the toxicology report that uh, Tiger's accident was caused by him being under the influence of something in California. And from what I call, recall, it was at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Right. It was, it was really super, early. He was driving to do a, a Golf Channel TV special mm-hmm. with uh, Drew Brees and, or, or, and someone else, or Dwayne Wade and someone else. It was part of a show he was doing. So, uh, yes, he's had substance issues. I don't recall alcohol issues with Tiger. I thought pills were the problem with him in Jupiter. He was under the influence of pills that had been mixed with alcohol, but that's much different than uh, than uh, someone just getting bleep faced and getting in the car. All I'm saying is that if you're going to let that darken the appreciation you see to someone who is trying to do something unprecedented from an athletic standpoint, you can do that. But I choose not to live my life like that. For sure, and it's also you know uh, not to get too deep into this, but I don't think anybody's perfect. We've all made mistakes. We've all done terrible things. Mm-hmm. Some worse than others. Oh, yeah. I'm a terrible human being. Like, I just want to make that abundantly clear. Uh, yeah, we've all done terrible things. Right, right. So the fact that Tiger Woods has a different career, the fact that he is a man, obviously, in the spotlight, wherever he goes, I don't think it's fair to bring up all of that. And I'm speaking as a woman who has been cheated on. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, he's not the only one who's done all that. Right, right. I, I just... I, I don't like to mix my athletes' personal lives a lot of the time with my athletes' performance on the field. You are going to drive yourself insane. You shouldn't be that. talking about Tyreek Hill with that mentality. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. And, I mean, uh, the reason I'm critical of Deshaun Watson is because he hasn't owned to any of his mistakes. There's a difference, too. It's not like Tiger has passed the buck with anything. Tiger has been put in positions where he's constantly had to eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I did cheat on my wife. The PGA Tour trotted him out, trotted him out to take questions and get grilled by media. Meanwhile, Phil Mickelson's been able to just hide in his home in Arizona uh, with his comments about Saudi Arabia and just go off the grid. But Tigers had to eat all of it. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's just if you're if you're going to allow Tigers transgressions to completely shape how you feel about what was a monumental and could be a a historic accomplishment at Augusta, that's your prerogative. But I also feel like I feel a little bit bad for you. What's the best way to describe Tigers Thursday at the Masters? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ernesto in Boynton. What's up, Ernesto? What's up? Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What can you say about yesterday? Uh, long time coming. Didn't expect it. Obviously, from his accident, we we should we should take this with a grain of salt. 
the guy came back from a horrific accident. I've been to one, so just just getting to where I'm at, I can imagine for a gentleman who has to play a professional sport, what you have to take the toll mentally and physically to do it. And again, I don't want to bring Steve into the conversation, but if Jacked Up Tiger wins the Masters, so be it. And hey, you'll be contending, and uh, that's about 50 to 1 still, right? Uh, that's still 50 to 1 for that still contending? Because that's the last time I checked, you're still 50 to 1. Go, Tiger! <laughs> Appreciate you, Ernesto. And yeah, the. Uh, we were we were looking at the 2015 incident in Jupiter, and uh, Woods admitted to taking Xanax, told officers at the drug testing facility he had been prescribed Solexx, Torix, Vioxx, and Vicodin. So all painkillers. All of these things based off of the fact that that dude's just been immensely banged up. And I'm not giving him a pass. What I'm saying is that I don't need... And we like to we like to do this thing where we we mention that we have kids and how many kids we have and whether they're sons or daughters when we're talking about sports and uh, or we're talking about social issues. As a father, as a father of two, as a father of daughters, no, we don't need to qualify everything with that. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm a father of daughters, two daughters. One of them driving me more crazy than the other one right now. Um, I'm a father of two daughters, and I'm still somehow allowing myself to appreciate what Tiger Woods is doing. It's not that difficult. What other athlete, and only two come to mind for me, but have been put under this amount of pressure? It's Tiger Woods and it's Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan, like... This microscope, this... Well, LeBron is in this discussion. uh, Yeah, but we don't bring him into it because he's been clean. Like, there's nothing really to... To fault him that's for that's come public. Yes, yes. There's nothing that's come public from LeBron. <laughs> that's You're come, right. But for Michael Jordan, like, and I don't think gambling is necessarily a bad thing. When you have the money, it's not really gambling. <laughs> says the degenerate. Yes. Says, yes, says the gambler. So no credibility <laughs> here. But like, uh, he failed to gambling. Like Tiger Woods fell to like women and uh, gambling as well. He spent time in Vegas. But there are no other athletes that have been put under the microscope in this amount of pressure. We can't even fathom it. Most guys fold under. Just 10% of the pressure that this guy Tiger Woods has on him. Yeah. So, I mean, God forbid. Yeah. Like, it is tough. And, and, and uh, again, you can certainly look at Tiger and say, that guy's a dirtbag. But also say, he is the damn greatest, one of the greatest things I've seen in sports. Walk in his shoes. You just need to separate the fact. Like, you can separate it, right? 100%. Like, it's, it's completely possible. Completely possible. Uh, let's continue to hit the phones here. Thursday, how would you best describe Tiger's performance at Augusta Thursday? Yesterday, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Our man Roy is in Boynton. What's going on, Roy? Ken, Ken, how are you? Good, buddy. I think you recall we made a bet, and I'm going to be very, very happy to pay it <laughs> to buy you lunch at Restoration Hardware when Tiger makes the cut. Yep. I didn't think he'd be able to do it. I'm rooting so hard for him, Ken. It's unprecedented. And I can totally separate Tiger and his actions from the most incredible golfer uh, of all time. Uh, some of the guys that I used to run around with at, at country clubs in New Jersey uh-huh. and the shenanigans they would pull off. Come on, I'm not going to judge anyone for that. You know, he's flawed. We're all flawed. So I'm rooting for him. Very, very hard. And I think you said you were off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh-huh. So you can download that menu and pick out what you're having. <laughs> yes. Roy, my man, let's go. Who else? Can we invite ourselves to? Well, no, no, because Roy's oh, not going to Oh, Christina, definitely. Uh, this is Jeanette. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you can bring Jeanette. You, you can bring Jeanette, Stone, and Theo. 
All right. Oh, wow. Roy, you are uh, – Roy is very Burning generous. that tab up, Roy. Uh, Roy, I appreciate you, and we'll get we'll get back at you, and we'll organize the uh, the bet payoff, okay? Fantastic. Thank you so much, Ken. Uh, I always love the show. Talk to you soon. Roy, appreciate you. Our man Roy in Boynton. See? You, De- Jeanette is hurt. Yeah, well – I mean, it looks like you're invited, so you can't be that hurt. I'm good. I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I eventually got to with what I was looking for. So 100%. everything is fine. This everything is Jeanette, is, by the way. Yeah, this is <laughs> yes, Jeanette Javier, and that actually is a sound effect produced by her. Uh, that is Jeanette Javier. I am Ken Lavica. This is Ken Lavica Live on a Friday here on ESPN 106.3. How would you describe Tiger Woods Thursday at the Masters? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. By the way, breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Treasure Coast resident Louis Oosthuizen, who is playing with Tiger Woods, has had to withdraw. He will not take the course. He has a back issue, and he is done. So it's just Tiger and Joaquin Neiman today at 141 Eastern Time. But Louis Oosthuizen, the Treasure Coast resident, is out of the Masters. How would you describe Tiger Woods Masters Thursday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I know how I describe the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Elite, bedrock, and your path to the sports industry. All of those are applicable. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, title sponsor of Ken Levick Alive and has been since day one. We're just over a year old and they've been there from the very beginning. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program doing it 22 years. How you get into the sports industry? Well, it's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program and good news, fall semester classes, sign up for them now. And good news, you can take them on campus in the beautiful Schmidt Center at FAU or... You can take them remotely, working around your life. That's the best part. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, your way to land a dream job in sports, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Get more information, fau.edu slash MBA sport, fau.edu slash MBA sport. How would you best describe Tigers Thursday at Augusta? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. We also take on your social media when we return. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Tiger Woods gets going 141 Eastern time. Tiger was just awesome yesterday. I mean, he nearly had a birdie putt on three. And I don't know how it rimmed out. Mm, just lipped out. Yeah. And then the bogey on 14 to come back on 16, hit that 30-foot putt. That's just good stuff, man. That dude. He had a look on 12 at Eagle. That was a good two inches off, too. I would have put a one yeah, back of the lead. You're right. You're right. But he's right there. He's right there. Right where he needs to be. Uh, by the way, Louis Oosthuizen, as we mentioned, has withdrawn. So a local is out at Augusta National. Uh, what did you think of Tiger's Thursday? How would you best describe Tiger Woods Thursday? I say inspiring. That was inspiring. But still, there's work to do. 
Tiger thinks there's work to do. I'm not happy yet. Jeanette, though, Jeanette's a, a peaceful soul. She Am says, I really? <laughs> she says, yeah. hey, the job's been done. Tiger, well done. Here's a pat on the back. You can head back to Jupiter Island, and you can live your life. Jeanette's happy with what transpired. She's good with one day of greatness. I want to soak in the fact that you called me a peaceful soul because mm. I've never been called that in my life. So oh. thank you for that opportunity. Uh, you're welcome. Making dreams happen here on Ken Levick Alive. We also are going to make your dreams happen because uh, Terry Fader, the famous ventriloquist, the famous comedian, the famous entertainer is going to be at the Kravis Center. When? Tonight? Tonight? Yes. So, uh, in just a couple of minutes, I'm giving you a chance to go see the great Terry Fader. And again, making dreams come true. I feel like Oprah. I feel like Oprah. Okay. Without the money. Yeah, I was going to say without the billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I feel just like Oprah. You both have a talk show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hers, hers uh, a little bit more popular. Give away a lot of free stuff. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're just, I'm trying to make the people happy. Uh, what's the best way to describe Tigers Thursday at the Masters? Let's go to Twitter. Frank Fort tweets, pretty remarkable. At the same time, he may have overplayed the sympathy card. Do you think so? Because that's a major part of the storyline, though, right? No. Look what he went through. And we're also here to play golf. He wants to play golf. That's all he's doing. But isn't the isn't the leg, Jeanette? That's the that's the storyline, right? Like a seventy-one, we say, all right, cool, Tiger's in contention. But a seventy-one on an obliterated leg, that's the one that draws the Ben Hogan comparisons. Yes, but I think it's valid. The fact that yeah. it's, it's yeah. overused or he's looking for the sympathy. No, absolutely not. I, I just, Let's see you do the same thing. Yeah, I just don't know about the sympathy thing simply because none of us know the pain that he experiences on a minute-to-minute basis. And even if he can block it out because his threshold for pain has risen so much with his multitude of injuries over the years, that still doesn't make this normal. Nothing that Tiger did yesterday was normal. I know if I obliterate a leg, smash it beyond recognition 14 months later, I'm not out there competing, doing anything. I'm probably still laid up. Jeanette, same thing. Stone, same thing. 98% of us, same exact thing. Meanwhile, here's Tiger, who is going to attempt four straight days to walk three and a half hours, three hours and 45 minutes continuously and compete for a championship in the most elite amongst the most elite athletes in an entire sport. Mm-hmm. The sympathy card. I don't think, has Tiger been trying to elicit sympathy too? Like, I, I haven't heard one thing from him where he's been like, oh, ho, hum, we'll just Mm-mm. see how this goes, right? Like, that would be him trying to fish for sympathy, right? Absolutely. I don't think he's doing that at all. Listen, if you listen to the audio that we played earlier from him at the press conference. It's like business as usual. A hundred percent. His mental... Strength is much bigger, I would say, than his yeah. physical strength right now. Is him saying he's going to ice his body and try yeah. to recover, asking for like, sympathy? R- right. Like, even Tuesday, when he had his media press conference, uh, he, he the whole time he was like, yeah, I think we're going to give it a go. I think it, it wasn't a – like, he did give a qualifier. We'll, I'll play nine tomorrow, but and we'll see. But uh, as of right now, I'm going on Thursday. It wasn't a – 
Oh, well, we'll see if I can handle the pain. And man, I know what I'm doing is super difficult, so I'm not going to push it too much. But I just, I, 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 I feel like I'm trying to do this for the fans. Never once did we hear anything along those lines. That would be playing the sympathy card, I think. Absolutely. And not once has he, no. he's, he hasn't not even, even close. No. He hasn't even, he's barely brought up his, his injury anyways. If anything, he's already talking about recovering mm-hmm. from it. Never about, oh, it yeah, actually happened. That's the thing. His, the, the tone he's taken with the injury has almost exclusively been how to recover post-round mm-hmm. as opposed to can I handle walking the 18? Can I handle the wear and tear I'm put on? And it's been more how do I recover in enough time to be able the following day. That's saying something. That matters. That absolutely matters. That's a great point, Jeanette. And, and early on, because he did tee off when we were live, we saw him sort of limping, sort of grimacing early on on mm-hmm. the front nine. And he not like he brought it up, you know, post-round. Like, hey, did you guys see me limping? Like, I was facing, you know, I was in a little bit of pain. He didn't even talk about it. He just limped yeah. and finished his round one under par. And I will admit, there have been times in Tiger's career, especially in the early back days, where if things were starting to go sideways on him, he definitely would sell the, I am in a lot of pain after hitting a shot, go down to the knee. We've seen him withdraw from plenty of tournaments mm-hmm. with that issue. Like that, that stuff, okay, I, I'll give you the sympathy thing. But nothing that he's done or said or how he's conducted himself it, it has not really because he hasn't made one mention of his back, nope, or or anything. In fact, it seems like he thinks that the back issues are behind him. Like that hasn't been the focus at all. Like his him saying the ball striking, not worried about that. That would suggest that his back, <laughs> what's been replaced, is him being consumed by the leg. It's amazing what happens when pain in one area of the body it, it just goes away when one area of the body is racked with pain. Mm-hmm. That's pretty natural. Yeah, I mean, and plenty of times yesterday we saw him unleash his driver. I mean, a, a few times. Oh, just he, let it rip. Yeah, man. a few times he took some off, like evidently. But other than that, I mean, he was putting balls in the fairway. Two hundred sixty. One, he carried three hundred nine yesterday with his driver. Like, yeah. like he's doing what he shouldn't be doing right now. Yeah. So again, sympathy. I'm not sure I'm on the same page with that. And he's doing what he shouldn't be doing. Again, that's why I think him already at the Masters. Got that's it. a win. Bruce Silverman, he tweets what magic di- or what magic, <laughs> what what made um, you say? Oh, is it magic in the tweet? Well, I mean, what made you? Yeah, magic, magic is in the tweet. Yeah, I did not have Magic Johnson on the brain. <laughs> I promise. Magic is in the tweet. That's why I said that. Uh, uh, gutsy, magical. It added to his lore, and that's another thing. Mm. Like the, the the Tiger lore. Maybe I'm just more along the wavelength of Tigers approaching this like business, so it's pushing me to approach it like business. If Tiger did come in. And play the sympathy card where it's like, oh, it's so much pain, but I'm going to grit my teeth and try and fight through. You'd be on his ass if he was doing that. I Mm -hmm. I know. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. love it. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. love it. But I'm such a Tiger stan that I'd just be like, oh, I'd lap it up ultimately, probably. Um, But but, but if if he approached it like that and shot a 71, I'd say, my God, that's incredible. I can't believe that. Like, Jeanette is sort of going into that realm with Evan and JMP, but... I haven't even thought of lore because I think lore in my world, in my Tiger world, happens Sunday. That's the lore. With the red shirt. That's the lore. Yeah. He shows up. Like that. that. I mean, that pink was nice yesterday, though. Oh, he rocked it, man. Yes, he did. He rocked it. He definitely looked good. Not many people can pull it off like Tiger can. And I got to give him credit. Between the back and between the leg 
That dude has found a way to stay ripped up. He looks good. He, someone asked him, you know, why, why do your arms, why do you look so buff? He said it's the crutches. Yeah. He said, yes, he did. <laughs> Here is a little he... advice from Uncle Ken, okay? Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. If, uh, if you want, if you want biceps, triceps, you want those to balloon up a little bit, here's what you do. Suffer an injury to your leg. This is no joke. Tiger's right. You get on those crutches, and you can't be like, oh, I need a rest. It's hurting my arm pitch. You know what you do? You wrap a towel on the top of them. And if you need them for uh, like six weeks, make the most of it. Go yeah. on walks with those crutches. Get it in. Get that muscle definition. Get that strength up. Crutches are a great way to build up those arms. Amen. I would say, though, don't get the leg injury. Just use the crutches. Like, don't go out and break your leg so you can use crutches <laughs> okay. because Gen gave you the advice to grow your biceps like that. That is definitely better advice than what I just put out there. We can add that to what I presented to the public. Yes. Just get crutches. Yes. Use the crutches. Don't yeah. break your legs. But I don't want to hear any of the, oh, my armpits are hurty. No, wrap that stuff up, pat it up, and then let's go. Get it in. Grow yeah, up. Yeah, now parents parents aren't going to let their kids complain. They're going to be like, Tiger got bigger on these crutches, and you're complaining about yeah, your armpits, and that's Timmy. Yo, thing. if I had kid, that would be a line. That's, Straight oh, yeah. up. Straight up. That's Tiger in 2022. <laughs> I miss the days of crutches. Today we have that little scooter thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which yeah. looks whack. Get I mean, that gets your calves. Your calves get blown up, though. Just one, though. Yeah, just one. Just one. Right, that's the thing. You have an uneven calf. <laughs> Nobody wants that. It's going to look so bad right. when you're done with the calves right. and your legs fully And back. for someone like me that already has, like, calves that are quadruple the size of normal humans, I don't need that. I want to work on the upper arm. So if I hurt my leg, get that cart, get that scooter garbage out of here. That's new age nonsense, all right? I want to go back to the good old days when you had to grit your way through crutches like a man, like someone who wanted it, like someone who was ready to rehab and do it hard, Mm. all right? These scooters, these rehab scooters, ooh, my leg is hurty. I need to roll around. No. Soft. Soft. I want to hear the crutches go Along the concrete, clank, along the clank. floor. That's right. That is how you handle an injury like a real human being, like a tough human being. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, the one area I can't compromise on being tough is your air conditioning. Because if my AC goes out, here's me. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. Not good. I don't want any part of that, okay? EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. If your AC is struggling, get it serviced. If your AC is dead, get it replaced. And the best way to do it is with EDS because EDS is yes. Ooh, but Ken, I can't remember things too well. Uh, Just say it. It rhymes. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. They're a trained comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated, which means that this being a family business, they have nothing but the want to have you coming back. This isn't massive corporate. Our customers are just a number. No, this is a personal relationship. They want you to recommend to friends. Bring in the business. And in South Florida, if your AC is not working, you don't have a whole lot going for you. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. You can compromise on a lot of things like a hurt leg and using crutches like a real tough person instead of this scooter, but you can't compromise on AC. No matter how tough you are, you don't have to live like a savage. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. 
888-760-3776. How would you best describe Tiger Woods Thursday at the Masters? And that's right, I called you out, hurt leg scooter folks. What are you going to do about it? Bring back crutches. Crutches for life. Right, Jeanette? Absolutely. Yeah. Own it. Uh, own that injury and get your arms ripped up. Yes. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Tiger Woods tees off at 141. And of course, Masters leaderboard reports throughout the day here on ESPN 106.3. How'd you describe Tiger's Masters Thursday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Are you going to go home and watch, Jeanette? Of course. What else is there to do? <laughs> it's a great question. That's a good question. And you're right. There's absolutely nothing else to do. Let me tell you about Baptist Health. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? You need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Let's head back to the phones here as we get close to the end of our number one. And this is... Who are we talking to, Stone? I believe we're talking to Roy in Boynton. What's up, Roy? Roy. Uh, uh, do you mean Bob and Wellington? Yeah. Yes. I was thinking about that caller earlier who was coming down on Tiger for cheating and pill popping, and then I and I disagreed. I agreed with y'all, and then and then I started thinking, hmm. There is athletes to look up to that are, that are unflawed, like you had mentioned LeBron James, but I got the best one would be Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow wouldn't have done any of that, and Tim Tebow wouldn't have, wouldn't have cheated on his girl. And, and Jeanette, you had said you've been cheated on, and, and you, but, but I don't see, I bet you didn't give the guy a chance to redeem himself like y'all giving Tiger a chance. No. But, a, we're turning our cheeks to the morals that we should be looking no, up but to. but Roy, 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 first of all, uh, the comparison of Tiger Woods and Tim Tebow is wildly inaccurate because, oh, Bob, I'm sorry, uh, Tim Tebow as a, uh, as a pro was bad. Like, we're talking about elite athletes. Nothing about Tim Tebow screamed elite once he got out of college. Well, you, know, you might not call him an elite athlete, but he was a professional football player, and, and that is something in itself. I just meant there's people to look up to, uh, like a Tim Tebow, that wouldn't have done such things. So there are people for us to, 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 to cherish and to, uh, and to cheer other than somebody like that. I think Mitch changed my view. Uh, I think this guy is a dirtbag. Tim Tebow should should play the Masters and win the Masters. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Well, he'll try. <laughs> He's tried to play every other sport and fail at it. So why not? Why not head to golf? That's fine too. But, why not? But, why not? But Bob, what I, I what I'm curious about, other than Tim Tebow, who do you who do you? And and by the way, uh, Jeanette, did you did you just send that guy off into the uh, the dating no. ethosphere? No, no, we we remain friends. Actually, mm. I would never date him again. But, but see, we still I, remain friends because we did have a conversation, and yeah. I don't. And, really, and honestly, simple. Bob, I think part of being a good person, and that's what you're striving for in your athletes, is forgiveness. And it's clear that Jeanette has, uh, is capable of doing that. So I do want to ask you, Bob, other than Tim Tebow, who do you look up to then based on your ideals of what an athlete should be? Well, even though he's quite outspoken, I'd say LeBron James has kept himself out of trouble for the most part. And, and I, I do understand forgiveness, and I wasn't trying to come down on you. Uh, and, and that's great, your friends, um, Jeanette. I, I was just saying... For, for the most part, most women probably don't go back to someone that's been cheated on them before because they know it's going to happen again. A lot of times people don't change. I don't judge Tiger, uh, but I, I don't think people change for the most part. I think we've all experienced that in our lives to some extent. Uh, appreciate it, Bob. Hey, Jeanette, why, why do you go back to the men who cheat? <clears throat> There's Boy, a such that thing. that got touchy. There's such thing as forgiveness, and in fact, I'm very still I'm close, still very close with that guy's family that I keep referencing to who cheated on me. Mm-hmm. Well, there's been multiple cheats, but mm-hmm. such thing as having a conversation, forgiveness, and I still wish him the best despite the fact that he did mm-hmm. lie and yeah. cheat and the terrible things. I do, but forgiveness is possible. I do like the fact that Jeanette should actually root for Tim Tebow. I like Jeanette should root for Tim Tebow because Tiger is a cheater. Jeanette, why would you go back to the athlete that cheated on somebody you don't even know? Support Tim Tebow. I was going to say, man, I cannot wait for the 2023 Masters champion, Tim Tebow. <laughs> like, like, I can't wait. I know, with his entitlement and all his you know, connections in the world of sports, because he's been everywhere and failed everywhere, he probably will get a bid into a golf tournament. I just love, I love that like anytime you're going for, there's one person that you point to uh, for morality when it comes to sports. And doesn't that give you an indication of flawed humans? God forbid you support somebody even though they're not perfect, but we always go back to Tim Tebow. Yep. Tim Tebow. You know what? I actually, I I can forgive athletes who are terrible people in their personal lives. You know what I can't, what I can't forgive? People who can't block. People or- who can't block. So Tim Tebow's dead to me. That's how I judge people. Can you block or can you not block? Tim Tebow can't block. I probably block better than Tim Tebow. Yeah, yeah. Bob struck a chord with me, and I can do a hear me out on it, but it is why do all athletes have to be role models? I mean, a lot of guys like like Kevin Durant like speak up about this frequently. Like, why am I a role model? I don't want to be a role model. One of the biggest reasons why I love Charles Barkley as much as I do is because he had that whole I'm not a role model Nike campaign. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Where he straight up said, your kid shouldn't be idolizing me they should be idolizing the lawyers the doctors who again aren't the best people but people in their professions who have who have done a lot more than a lot of these athletes have done listen the way i look at it is if you want morality if you want ethics go to church well maybe not the catholic church but go to other churches and then leave the sports to the people who are doing the job and the professionals Separate the two. And who are you that you are so perfect? 
You are lucky that your life is not in the spotlight. But again, yeah. You right. are, yes. But, but that's again, it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Most of us are lucky that we don't have constant media attention. I know people who have done way worse than Tiger. <laughs> Go to South Florida. Talk to five people. Right. Two out of those yeah. five people, people have done way worse than Tiger we in live, South Florida. We live in the capital of sketch in the United the States of America. The devil would be thriving in South Florida <laughs> if he lived down Florida here. Florida man. Okay? 100%. So, so listen, you want to love Tim Tebow? Go love Tim Tebow. I want to love Tiger Woods. I looked past all of his issues in his personal life, and I like the fact that he rules ass on the course. How about that? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We'll return Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. Hour 2 on the way. We're live on ESPN 106.3.